ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking along with El Jefe and the Walker. Welcome to episode 280 of the original, the official, the only Max Wrestling Podcast, as established in 2015 by myself and the Phoenix, available on Facebook, YouTube, and Andre Corbiel's Wrestling with Wrestling. It's July 23rd, and oh, what a weekend. Um, Slammiversary delivered some great matches, great moments, great returns. The horrible show was something. It, it stood up to its name. Yeah, definitely. The name we gave it anyway. Um, <clears throat> but before we get into that, please join Travis and I in wishing the one and only El Jefe, former Knowledge and Predictions Champion, Modus Marquez, a very happy birthday. Happy birthday, brother. Gracias, all I appreciate it. Working I'm on not as birthday. hungover as I thought I was going to be. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Uh, I saw, <laughs> right? I saw all. I saw all of the messages and everything. I was like, eh, I'm going to talk to him in the morning. I'll just tell him then. <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't got time for this shit. Yeah, technically, it's not in my time zone yet. <clears throat> um, uh, nope. Well, Sunday may have been confu- as confusing as trying to put out a fire with a bottle of vodka, but uh, w- one thing we're not confused about is that Moses is through to the next round after just s- surviving a scathing debut promo from Ronald Hill, uh, who we hope is only just getting started. Holy shit. Did this dude come out swinging? <laughs> I mean, the other guy over here, we won't talk about that situation like that, but, I mean, he, he was, you know, he came out swinging too. And he did his thing, but I mean, like, I don't remember seeing a debut like that. I don't think ever. No. I'm trying to remember the last person um, that was that good on their debut. Ooh. Yeah, that's a tough one. Maybe Rob. I mean, yeah, but I mean, the, 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 there's been so many debuts in the past year or so. Like, the, the promo yeah, order has grown. Um, it really has, though. It's not the. I mean, I don't mean to say it like that, but it's not the same group of guys like we would get in WWE style. You know, oh, they're already over. Just throw them out there. We're getting new dudes, and it's like you get this. We give them this little bit of hope, and they fucking blow people's minds. It's ins- it's insane. Yeah, and people are doing their homework too. Oh, yeah. hey, that's uh, that's uh, that's good education for you right there. Yeah, like no, nobody's coming out with, I don't know anything about you, I'm just going to talk about myself. Everybody's studying their opponents, which is great. Uh, especially for the ones that haven't cut a promo on the show before. Like, where, where do you even find your history? Because the archive is locked. <laughs> well, we are all over the YouTube and the Facebook. Yeah, I mean, the... you can you can find the promos pretty easy on YouTube, but the episodes you uh, you got to have a password for. Unless, of course, True they're, fr- they're post-shift. Ah, that's right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, this week may just take you by surprise. Um, will Crooked Smile shine, or will the Phoenix rise? It's time for King of the Mic.
have our demons. But what do you do when those demons run out? taking on a guy named Phoenix and I did my research and why not just give me a free pass in the first round this guy has gone from saying he wants to save the promo battle league because he wants to give it justice he wants to save this promo league and his promo sucked in the first place and then he switches himself into a demon and he makes himself look like a rip-off Finn Balor. He has no emotion in his promos. And that's where I'm going to put you into a promo school, kid. You want to be in a promo league and you show no passion. You show no empathy. You show no heart. See, and that's where I feel disrespect because I'm in the business. I am in the wrestling business. And for you to... Come into a promo battle and think you can just talk like this and do all this and not even show emotion. That pisses me off. See, I've busted my ass for four years in this wrestling business. And for somebody like you, someone like you to just bullshit on promos and think you can get away with it is asinine. See, because my boy, Chef, took you to school. He whooped your ass behind the woodshed, and he took your life and buried your sick ass under six feet. And I hate I have to do it to you. I hate that I have to end you in the first round, Phoenix. Because you have the potential. You don't show it. So maybe, just maybe, me ending you in the first round of this promo battle this time... 
will be a lesson for you to learn to actually cut a promo and put passion in it. Phoenix, you don't belong. So you might as well take your bags and keep on walking because you took on somebody you have no business being in a promo battle with. And this isn't even me going all in yet. You don't deserve my full promo ability. And with that, I'm just going to leave it at that because I'm going to continue my way to the top. And I'm going to destroy everybody in this promo battle that doesn't belong. And I'm telling you now, I'm going to win this promo battle. I'm going to win the whole entire promo league. And I'm going to take on the demoness. And I'm going to end her reign as champion of all promos. Consider yourself finished. Hacking shows, eh? Yeah, we 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 have our own hacker. Uh, how we cool. fi- how we find out who this hacker is, and we don't just drop it, you know? Yeah, forget about real. it. The fact is, is we're like telling people right off the bat, this is the guy, yeah. but we can't stop him. Nobody can. Uh, and by the way, people, just in case you're wondering, it's not CM Punk. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I wish it was. That'd be great. Um, but I digress. Um, the winner of the King and the Mike will be announced on Monday. So if you don't want to wait till next week's episode to find out, make sure you join the Match Wrestling Facebook group. And next week is a double. Uh, both semifinals take place on the same week. We know Cipher will face Ted P. De Nero. Now we just need to find out if Moses will be facing Crooked Smile or the Phoenix. Going to be a big week next mm. week. Big week. I like it, though. I like it. I mean, I'm curious to see how it goes down in the other round. I'm pulling for Teddy. I really am. Uh, mainly because I've never really gone against him. And I think that would be, like, my next hill to climb. Now, unfortunately, that might be just my utter demise at the same time. So <laughs> Teddy's really stepped up this year. He's... Hey, yes. I mean, I, what I when I saw when I'm watching his promos, I'm like, this guy's pissed that he's not been him, hmm. and he's here to make up for that. And it's like, okay, 
I this is the old teddy back, and people need to get ready. And I don't know. I'm excited for it. I'm I'm ready for the challenge. I don't know. Crooked Smile being brand new. This a, a pro wrestler cutting a, a pro wrestling promo. I like that. Yeah. That's that's I got that. But at the same time, I like I I, I have some beef with Phoenix. <laughs> so, you know. He, he from did. the sounds of it. Uh, from the sounds of it, it's like just all over here from King of the Mic all the way to Promo Slam. It really, really is shaping up. <laughs> Love to play on words. <laughs> um, Phoenix really did do something a little different. Like he didn't just talk to the camera this week. He it felt like a vignette, you know, sort of yeah. dark and to the side with the music. Um, so everybody's growing. It's definitely one of his best ones yet, I'd say. Yeah. But damn it, Phoenix, you need to learn how to get bowed up. <laughs> the key is to stay bowed up 24-7. Yeah, like that's me. Only, that's <laughs> only something Trav can do. Yeah, Nobody else got the energy for that. It's, uh, it's like the Hulk, and the secret is I'm always angry. But damn it, fucking hell! Which... I mean, you got so so. We got Crooked Smile. It did a great promo. Everyone, we we finally seen everyone, and everyone's done a hell of a job. Yeah. Uh, top to bottom already. So like, sorry, but King of the Mike this year is way better than last year. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Oh, I think Mike's. Sorry, I think Mike's sorry. loving it. He'll probably agree with you. Uh, Mike. Mike yeah, also probably. says, you know, he wasn't. He wasn't fully himself in King of the Mike. Um, but you know, he still won it. Um, yeah. So this week in WWE, they they refused to sanction a match between Big Show and Randy Orton, but they were happy to sanction a match where the winner had to pull out his opponent's eye from its fucking socket. Oh, don't get me started on this piece of fucking shit. <laughs> First off, it's bad enough that this fucking how old is stupid shit Vince seventy some odd years old? He's so goddamn out of place. Yeah. This fucking guy had a match taped. Do you hear me? He had a fucking match tape where it was all fucking gruesome and home cuz his eye was like dangling. I was immediately telling people go watch any given Sunday. Uh, towards the there's like the last football. It's about uh like semi pro football or whatever, and. In one of the plays in their championship game, one of the offensive linemen gets his eyeball actually pulled out. And, like, you don't see the pulling out, but you see the eyeball just laying on the ground. It's it's pretty gnarly. And it's like, there you go. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. And this fucking chicken shit motherfucker, because I have no other way to put it, films it, and then it's like, no, that's too fucking gross. But you called the show Are the you... horror show. I'm like, What? <laughs> It's too gross. It's the fucking horror show. You fucking sign this match. You put this match together, and then you chicken out of it. And you wonder why ratings are dropping. Yeah, I mean, you book a match with that kind of stipulation. It's got to be gruesome. What, what, what was he expecting? That's the point of the match. Don't... I have to pull his eyeball out. There's no nice way to do that. Hey, bud, do you mind sitting there for a sec while I get some, you know... <laughs> no! That's not Take how it fucking works. Oh, oh my God. 
don't don't theme a pay per view on horror movies if you can't go for it in the middle of fucking July. Yeah, which makes no sense at all. Um, I didn't even see the fake eyeball until I saw the screenshot that people were posting. I just thought Ray was covering the fucking marble. (laughs) The fucking uh, that goddamn uh, bobber or whatever for fucking fishing. I saw that thing and I'm like, what? Fuck you. And then he threw up like the fakest throw up I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like somebody gave him a bunch of bread and he chewed it up, threw it on the ground. Yeah, pea soup. (laughs) I was like, what the (laughs) dude? You know, it, sometimes it just amuses me just listening to y'all talk about WWE. <laughs> well, I was about to say, I was like, because they're not amusing, so it has to be us. Uh, I mean, Rollins... Well, I, I haven't seen it, so... Any, the only any, thing just that don't. I, just don't. Don't the fucking only bother. Thing, I'm not. I, I told you right? the other day. Hey, the only thing that I've seen is um, some... Like two clips that Harold posted in RWT of Sasha's hair getting pulled out or something like that. <laughs> she and, fucking lost her wig, <laughs> stupid broad. And then um, I saw another clip where Oscar's ass met the barricade wall thing. And then I saw the picture of the eyeball thing. And that's literally all I've seen. And it it makes me upset because I specifically requested somebody send me a clip of Shotzi (laughs) doing the air guitar, and nobody did it. I think we were all too just absolutely infuriated with everything on this show. Yeah, I mean, like, that's why I don't watch it. I, I didn't hate the swamp fight. I didn't hate it either, but it, I have more questions than I do answers. Yeah, I thought they were actually introducing an, an actual sister Abigail, and it turned out to be uh, Alexa Bliss as a sort of no, 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 don't, don't sugarcoat this. This is the fuck. You know what this was? This the swamp fight. It was WWE saying fuck you to their wellness policy and giving Braun Strowman <laughs> just fucking tabs of LSD. This dude was tripping balls on this place. He fought himself. He saw a fucking Alexa Bliss, who has nothing to do with anything. They're bringing up shit from what the fuck was the uh, the Mix Max Challenge or whatever the shit. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are fucking reaching. And when I saw, I popped. Don't get me wrong, I popped, and then I'm like, you guys are reaching. Like, you know how many people watch that stupid fucking thing? And uh, bro- less than a hundred thousand. Bray was uh, restrained to a chair with a, with a kind of biker chain. Uh, oh, get the fuck he, out. He couldn't get out of it, but he can flip a 14-wheeler. He can't get out of it. His That thing was so loose, and it's barely around his gigantic fucking arms. I'm like, really? This big motherfucker can't just, like... I, I was... Like, I had, like I said, I, I was like, okay, that's bullshit. And then I'm watching some more of it, and it's going on. They fight for, like, two minutes. That's it. It's not much of a fucking swamp fight. Apparently, fucking Braun's a, a great swimmer because he can hold his breath forever. Yeah. For a big guy, too. I heard, right? I heard something. I've, I heard something about Gators. He should have wrestled the Gator. That's Was what there any happened. Gators? No. No, there was no Gators. 
Oh, there was the only a... swamp in the world with no gators. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just thought, like, when when I heard something about that or somebody said that, hey, all I could think of was, uh, what what's his name? Uh, ZZ or... Oh, what, God, the, the guy boring? from... Yeah, the guy I from... I know exactly uh, who you're talking about. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's all I, I won't tell about. you his name though because I, I don't fucking know it because he wasn't that important. But the, yeah, I do remember just... that guy. I used to wrestle Gators and shit, and then he thought he could be a pro wrestler, and I'm like, okay. You know, you know I'm, why I'm more disappointed <laughs> that there wasn't any. They they filmed it in Florida. You telling me there's none? Yeah, right. That's <laughs> what I was just gonna say. I was like, you mean to tell me there's not a single fucking they, Gator in Florida? They they are known for their gators like <laughs> people just driving down the road in the middle of a highway and they gotta stop traffic for like an hour because a damn gator they, just wants to lay down in the middle of the road they, this guy knows they just kind of rounded them all up and said okay can you not come into the swamp today we're shooting a match for wwe i can see this meeting now like peter griffin trying to talk to fucking alligators <laughs> I get. I guess they need to go. Uh, next time they want to try to do that, have them go over to the pond over there beside of Mike's house. Yeah, I guess. They got I guess on Sunday <laughs> all. Of, I guess on Sunday all of their Madula Ablamgadas were in check. <laughs> oh my lord! But um, I mean, we didn't get a finish, but. At least the fiend is coming. So is everything he gets into and touches turn red? Pretty much. Pretty much. Like that, it's got to be weird. Uh, I mean, Does that mean his, you know what's red too? I'm just saying. Big red like a dog lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, I mean, we kind of knew this was the way it was heading at whatever the finish to this match was going to be, it was going to lead to the Fiend and Braun at maybe SummerSlam. Well, more than likely SummerSlam. Which is fine, but I would have rather it been more of an actual horror show. Like, you know what you could have did is when, is rather than you pull, you know, like in Braun pretty much drowns, I guess, and, or he's able to get away. Then the Fiend comes at, you should have had the fiend fucking beat the crap out of him with an oar and then have him like crawl away, barely saving his own life. And why didn't he? And then on top of that, why is this big ass dude coming in this gigantic truck and not just run him over? <laughs> it's a fucking swamp fight, homie. Like, fucking hit him. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Who are all the random guys? Right? Who the fuck are all these? Like, just dudes. Like obviously dressed up as Rowan and Harper because they can't have Rowan and Harper. Yeah, it's... all I know is I seen some dudes getting their ass beaten. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck these guys yeah. are. But all right, I was uh, like, they're a part of the cult. They drank the Kool Aid. Oh yeah, Stark Order. On the bright side, it gave Braid a chance to deliver another great promo, which we know he can do. I I've missed those type of Bray Wyatt promos. I do too. I'm not gonna lie, I miss that Bray. Maybe it's just the entrance music. Yeah, that was uh, great entrance music. I mean, I like the Fiend remix, but still. Um, now, on to Raw. Things went a little bit better for Rollins. He seemed a hell of a lot more violent. Um, basically, fucking up Alistair Black's arm. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Fucking talk about trying to take a guy out. Uh, also, great selling from Black. He's... <laughs> He's always been like a good, I don't know, he's 
for a dude who's not like I don't think he's like how long was Tommy End really in pro wrestling before he got to WWE? Maybe like seven, eight years, something like that. Yeah, and he's awesome. Like even with the like that, even like how he's even with the facial expression, selling everything he does is good. Yeah. Um. So where the hell are they going now though? Because Ray's missing an eye. Black's just got a broken arm. He's not missing an eye. He's missing an eye. He's missing a fucking fishing lure. <laughs> he's goddamn missing. He hasn't signed, and that's what I keep hearing. Until this guy decides he wants to sign a contract, you know, his eye is, you know, okay, but now we won't see him. And I'm surprised they said his eye is okay. Yeah, you know they, I mean? they pretty like, much said it. it's not terrible. It's savable. He may just end up looking like Shawn Michaels. <laughs> That's that's terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> we love you to death, bro, but I'm not going to lie to you. I can't stop looking at your fucking eye. <laughs> man, it is nuts. You're the man, though. He looks like a, a completely different person. He really does, and it's like, oh, poor guy. <laughs> oh, well. Them's are the breaks. Yeah. Um, the only person i can see getting involved would be kevin owens but surely i was dying for kevin owens to come out i thought that was who's going to come out not yeah. alistair but well i mean he beat murphy on the kickoff show on sunday so obviously he's got unfinished business with rollins and his disciple he's only got one disciple now yeah maybe SummerSlam. yeah i just thought you know wrestlemania done move on but nope, they're continuing the storyline because they got nothing else for Seth or Kevin Owens to do. Hey, didn't EY say in that fucking uh, busted open podcast that like the system is broken in WWE and they just do the same shit over and over and over again because they don't know what to get, how to get people over? Yeah, it, it always amuses me when people leave WWE and then people ask them what's wrong with WWE and they say what's wrong with WWE and then there's fans that will complain that they're just bashing WWE. Maybe... Maybe WWE is a problem if they're all bashing it. Well, not only that, if they were just bashing it, why are all the stories the same? Yeah. Like, hello? I, I don't understand they how all people be different? can still defend Vince. I, He's clearly I don't a know. dick to work for. He He has to be. If he's not willing to, like, allow you to be creative for your character, the fuck I want to be there for? I mean, if I can't give input, hey, you know, I, you know, on we just, I just worked with this dude on main event. Anyway, we could bring that up to the main. I think it'd work out great. Whatever, try to tweak ideas. Whatever, he just blows you off, which is like, uh, makes you already not want to give a shit. I'm sure. Hmm. Then the fact that you're traveling your ass off, you're barely home. That probably makes you mad too. You're barely being used. You're like, I don't know. I wouldn't. I, I don't think I could be put myself in that position having been like a dude that had been on the independent scene, if you will, worked for other companies for 10, 15 years even, and then go to WWE hoping I'm going to hit the big time, get that big time check, but then I'm just a dude. Like, I would feel pissed off too. Like, dude, I was like, I don't give a shit about the money. I came here because I thought I was the man and you don't give a fuck about me. So I'm the, I want the fuck out of here. Money's not everything. Yeah, it, it's just it's just like CM Punk all over again. I mean, he goes on the podcast and says, WWE, don't do this, don't do that. They take this away from you. They don't allow you to do this. 
which is the same thing people have been saying for years, but as soon as CM Punk says it, I cry crybaby. Right? <laughs> he's a crybaby, and it's like, but no. he's saying he's... everything you said at one point. He's saying, he's saying everything, every other fucking disgruntled former WWF slash WWE employee ever has had. They all had the same complaint. They had the same argument. And even all of these released people, even all the new ones, I guarantee you their stories are the same. Yeah. We got signed, got promised the world. We got, you know, we got excited because of the big money. And then I'm, we got the three weeks. I, I hate this excuse that it's the wrestler's fault for not being able to get over. How are they supposed to oh, get that, over when they're sitting in catering every week? I was going to say, I was like, how in the fuck do you expect anybody to get over when I can't see them? <laughs> okay. I mean, even if I'm at the show and I fucking can't see them, how the fuck do you expect me to get over? How do you expect, you expect them to get over? I don't know who the fuck they are. Like, I remember being at a live show, and this is back, what, fuck, three years ago when the Good Brothers had originally debuted in WWE? They were they had debuted like the week before. The following week was uh, the redid um, ladder match for the Women's Money in the Bank. The first one that when they redid it over oh, again man. on SmackDown, I was there for that show. Um, the Good Brothers were on main event, and I'm like, why in the fuck are these guys on main event? And every and I had like a people like a, a and then here's the thing that killed me. I had one dude sitting behind me. Who the fuck are those guys? In a Bullet Club shirt. I said, are you, I said, is that a joke? And he's like, no, I can't see. I saw it's, oh, it's uh, Gallows and Anderson. Who the fuck are they? I said, dude, what is your shirt? Oh, I got this at the mall. I understand that. But what is your shirt? It's the Bullet Club. He's like, well, yeah, isn't the Bullet Club WWE? I, I immediately walked up and, and grabbed a beer and begged for one of the bars. Where's one of the bars? I need a shot, too, like ASAP. Who in the fuck is this guy? Oh, it blew my mind. My brother was was amused all day long. He educated him and was like, uh, you do know that thing's like Japan, right? Gave him the whole spiel. The guy like went and bought a brand new shirt because he had no idea what the fuck he was wearing. It's, uh, it's, it's like these, these plastic bimbos that walk around in Nirvana t-shirts. Name a song. Uh, um, I, I didn't know it was a band. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's so true. So many people do that shit. I'm just part of the scene. <laughs> Fucking what? Do some goddamn research. Fucking son of a shit. Yo, Kardashian. Who's Kurt Cobain? I don't know. Were you wearing a t-shirt? Huh? <laughs> but for, uh, didn't he? Uh, wasn't he a philosopher? <laughs> oh, fuck. Fucking moron. The thing that kills me, too, is you know goddamn well that that dude probably, if he bought it at the mall, he got it at Hot Topic. Yeah. And they fucking sell WWE shirts. Oh, Just saying, bro. Um, now, interesting factoid. Shelton Benjamin rolled up truth. Where the fuck did this guy come from? Exactly. He just keeps popping up at random times. He's now the 24-7 champion. Um, and he seemingly joined forces with MVP and Lashley. Uh, I was 16 the last time Shelton won a singles match on Raw. I'm now 30 years Thank old. Uh, iPhones didn't exist yet. The PS3 was about six months old. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like the list goes on. Of all, of all the titles for him to win, yet. 
24-7. Oh, my God. It's been that long since he's won a singles match. And then, yeah, the 24-7 title. Way to come back. So, <laughs> have you heard what they're trying to do with these guys? Well, they've, they've actually released T-shirts, so they are actually going by the Hurt Business. No, no, no. Uh, well, I'm talking about the the whole idea with uh, with Farouk. Oh, I'm not another new nation. They're trying to revamp the nation. Oh, we hear that every year. But that was why Ron Simmons was on Raw. Because they're actually considering, like, they're really, really considering it. Well, you know, move with it. Uh, you know, I guess the time's right for it. Right? But... I mean, my whole thing is, is what in the fuck is Bobby Lashley doing? nothing like he's just there he's just a dude and like he's like the enforcer to mvp right now at least that's kind of like how i feel is going on because <laughs> you know mvp is the fucking u.s champ and not bobby lashley and then you add shelton to be just like the fall guy is my guess but the i mean them as the nation they'd have to add one more dude yeah i'd be curious to see who they would be but if they were to actually go with that i think it would work out because then you have a heel, another, oh, I guess they'd have to, well, it would just be like the mid-card heels. I'm, I'm curious who the token white guy would be this time, because obviously the last yeah, time it was Owen. Oh, that's right. I was about to say, I was like, I swear to God, Owen was in there. <laughs> I didn't want to sound like a dumb shit. Token white guy. That's awesome. Who could it Birdie be? Oh, no, it can't uh... be Birdie Maybe it can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's... Sammy Zayn! Pretty good with Rollins. Oh, yeah, Zayn would be great. I don't know when that guy's ever coming back, though. When it's safe. Uh, but I'm, I'm Again, so... Again, I don't know when that guy's coming back. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next year, Sammy. Uh, I'm, I'm so confused on the U.S. title situation, though, because MVP obviously declared himself the U.S. champ. Uh, but... From what I've seen, Apollo is still the champ, and he still has the old belt, and that's still the real belt. I, I don't know. He has they, COVID. They, they haven't made anything clear. Same because as, same we as live the... in the land of fucking make-believe. Yeah. And it's it's so stupid. Um, Same same as the Raw Women's title. That, that was confusing, too. Oh, fucking... Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That wasn't confusing. That's bullshit is what the fuck that was. <laughs> if I could just take a ref shirt and count my own pins, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Well, what do we need refs okay? for? Thank you. Thank you. But the fucking announcers are baffled at the entire thing. I'm furious as all hell. Like, at first, like, Bailey's in and out of the ring. The ref sees her, doesn't see a fucking thing. And I'm like, okay, well, you're an idiot. Then the missed spot happens, and so she just takes the dude's shirt off. Nobody comes out. Nobody yeah. says nothing. And and the crazy thing is, you know Vince and Triple H are sitting right behind the curtain. Right fucking there. <laughs> you could legitimately walk out well before they I even mean, fucking walk up the ramp. Ba Bailey and Sasha had to walk past them to get out the building. Yes, thank you. And I mean, I'm not a big fan of these, like, overbearing uh, fucking heel authority figures, but Jesus Christ, dude, the main roster needs an authority figure. 
yeah. to like because this this is bullshit. And nothing. They so they walked past Vince and Triple H and Road Dog or whatever, and it took Stephanie to Skype in the following night on Raw to make a decision. Well, yeah, <laughs> fucking because Corona. I'm not going there. He's like, I'm Stephanie McMahon. I don't fucking know. But it just, it, yeah, it, it drives me nuts. Oh, we're going to find out the real world champion. I'm like, what? You should yeah. have said something on Sunday, stupid. But that that pisses me off, too, because we know who the real champion is. Asuka never lost. You don't lose a title on a no contest. Yeah, thank you. Just because somebody else has the belt doesn't. Right. That used to be a thing in the 90s. People would steal their title, proclaim themselves the champion, but the real champion would walk around without a title for like a few weeks, and then they'd have a match. Yeah. Got the title back. Like, build the shit. Asuka still... WCW sank, but there is some stuff you can learn from it. Asuka is still listed as the women's champion, but even on the match graphics, she's not holding the belts. It looks like it's vacant. Stop confusing us. Yeah, stop giving... Yeah, fucking Jesus Christ. I mean, if we can't deal with this, how the hell do you expect 10-year-olds to deal with it? They, they don't know what fucking day it is. No. <laughs> they... I don't know if they know anything at this point. I'm over here dying. At, what the fuck did you just send me, Travis? Bobby Lashley's quote here. I'm here to kick ass and fuck bitches. I'm all out of bitches. <laughs> if, uh, if, <laughs> ever, awesome. if ever they remake They Live, that's, that's the new line. <laughs> right. I, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, I really don't care to talk about WWE, but y'all are talking about uh, Bobby Lashley and what the fuck is he doing now? And I'm like, well, he don't have the Lana. Dude, man. I was like, he he don't have Lana anymore. So, and it just came to my head. I was like, I wasn't gonna say it, but I just wanted to send that to y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I do want to. I am a little curious if. I'm even a little curious if Bobby's ever been contacted by the UFC. He must. The have dude been. was undefeated in Bellator for fuck's sake. Yeah, he must have been. Just saying, get get your ass on that fight island, motherfucker. I I wouldn't be surprised if they contacted him while while Brock was there. Yeah, I think I think that was probably like something they thought would have been big money. I mean, it could have been steal the wrestling fans. Um, hey, I would have watched it. You have two former All-American wrestlers, okay? They're both built like fucking brick shit houses. They're, they're gigantic fucking genetic freaks. And they have legitimately the same, like, they are the same. Bobby Lashley was the dude to replace Brock Lesnar when he originally went to the UFC. Probably when he originally He's, went to WWE, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't even know what went wrong with Lashley. Here or in re- or in MMA? In, in WWE the first time. You want to know what was wrong with him? They gave him the fucking ECW title and expected <laughs> him to do something on a piece of shit brand. And I'm like, this guy could be... Like, he headlined fucking WrestleMania for fuck's sake. With he Vince. could be your world champion. He actually shaved Vince's head. Again, he could have been world champion. He should have been world champion, at least world heavyweight champion. Yeah, we're not counting. I love Christian to death, but fuck, man. This guy couldn't get one of those runs. 
Yeah, I found it funny that they brought Christian back after he established himself as a main eventer in TNA, won the NWA world title, um, and they probably promised him a world title run if he came back to WWE. Yeah, but it's the ECW one. <laughs> All right, here you go, bud. You're what on the fuck Tuesdays. is this silver piece of shit? <laughs> and that thing, oh my god, that thing looked ugly. Oh, that reboot title was shit. What? Why is your world championship silver? And all the I, other belts are gold. Fuck out, fucking. They needed. I would think that was the only title they had for that ECW brand was their ECW title. Yeah, there was no tag team, no TV, or anything like that. Nope. Which is perfect. Which I guess is good because, fuck, they had some of like the worst goddamn characters ever go out there. Yeah, I still love Sandman beating up the zombie. <laughs> yes, I was just gonna say. I was like, I remember the fucking zombie getting his ass beat. That was great. I wonder. If, I remember um, they actually told Sandman about the gimmick, and they just told him, "Okay, you're gonna go out and beat beat up this guy." Okay, what's his gimmick? No, just just go and beat him up, and he gets out there. I'm sure that's the all they had to tell him. This? <laughs> they told him, "Hey, go beat the shit out of this dude." All right, and he's walked out. Don't you want to know? Nope. Just kept going. See you later. Cracked a beer, walked his way out. See you later. Fucking, you got time for this shit. Went out there, paid the crap out of him. The only other things I can think of that ECW was any good for was CM Punk uh, and Kelly uh, Kelly Kelly. Yep. I think that's about it. I, did, I didn't want to jump in and say Kelly Kelly. But... <laughs> I'll say. Hey, I, I was 16. Give me a break. Right? <laughs> we God heard, we heard, damn you, you know, Mike Knox. She might get butt naked, and we were like, hey, all right, let's I'm watching some ECW. She, and she, she didn't get butt naked, and I'm like, I was talking about watching this. did. It was just a backwards to the camera, and then Mike Knox comes out of nowhere with a towel and becomes yeah, the biggest heel in the Mike world. Knox. Asshole. Fucking <laughs> uh, like ruined us. But, okay, we did get another return on Roy. It was Mustafa Ali, who everybody suspected was the hacker, and then they just dropped it. Um, so he returns. Mustafa, I, 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 Mustafa Ali's about to fuck himself over. Huh? Did you not? He. He's tweeting about, yeah, he's tweeting about AEW. Like, he's clearly watching it and tweeting about it. Oh, dude, don't bury yourself now. (laughs) Yeah, all all he said was hashtag uh, sign Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I saw it and I thought it was an old tweet, but then I looked at the date. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I instantly, I'm like, well, there goes your return. You just got your first name back too. Uh, right, I was just gonna say you have your full <laughs> name. You're just coming back, and you're gonna tweet that. You know, Trips is like texting him immediately. Hey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I think it's a big deal. No, it's a big fucking deal, kid. I'll talk on Monday. Okay, I'm sorry. You know only Sasha can tweet about other companies because she sucks up to Vince. I'm sure it's not all she does. <laughs> um, so Ali, uh, Mustafa Lordy. Ali, returns to team with uh, Ricochetrick because they don't actually have a team name. <laughs> Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. That's great, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to call him fucking cool in the gang. <laughs> Fucking kid. Actually, no, what did I call him? Kid and play? Yeah, kid and play. Ratchet and Clank. 
That's a good one, too. <laughs> um, it looks like we got a six-man team. Well, you know, a, a trio. But they don't want to go that route. I mean, you got the people. Your tag titles mean shit anyway. Yeah, and, and look like shit. Oh, fucking stupid nickels. It was pennies, now we got nickels. Well, next, what's next? Like when they introduced the new US title, I went through all the titles that they've introduced and changed since they introduced those god-awful tag team belts, and they haven't changed them, really? Nope. I'm, it, it was bad enough we had one set, then they made another set exactly the same, just a different color. They're so bad. And then my thing was, and like I know... I'm not the only person to ever say this shit, but when we grew up, you wanted those belts. Oh, the tag team belts those were belts awesome. Looked, they looked great. They made you look like a world champion. Like, you that's what you wanted. And now I'm like, dude, I don't... Who wants this shit? Like, the IC title, it, it looks fine. The US title i liked it better when somebody fucking photoshopped it and put champion on the bottom looked way better yeah um and then the these all the fucking other wwe titles they all look the same with a different strap that pisses me off just really like it's like dude like ufc god (laughs) okay well have you seen the monstrosities of piece of crap titles they brought out when they changed theirs i didn't mind the old style actually looked like a title belt now it looks like I don't, they fucking, I don't know what the fuck it looks like. It just, it's a giant octagon yeah. on your fucking belt buckle. Looks like a utility belt. Oh my God. It looks so bad. And it's like, oh, let's just make them all the same. Because it's like, why? Why? That makes zero sense to me. Every title should be a little bit different. And if you're going to have the same title on on, this, on different brands, then you do like one brand gets the white strap, the other one gets the black strap. I don't. I mean, fuck, I don't fucking know. But you got to simplify this shit, you know. And by simplify, I don't mean make every single one of your goddamn titles with two giant W's in a fucking home plate looking thing. Just <laughs> for fuck's sake. Go back to the 90s. Bring bring back all the goddamn 90s titles and shut the hell up. Yeah. In other news, Ruby Riot finally gets a win uh, over Peyton Royce. It was her first victory since February last year. In all fairness, she was also out for nine months with an injury, but yeah, well over a year since her last win. Singles win. Good anyway. for her. It's about dang time. Uh, I, I figured she was going to beat one of the Iconics because, you know, that's what they're there for. Yeah. And I don't hate the team with her, Bianca Belair. It's just weird. Yeah, it's it's a mismatch. Yeah. They're like polar but again, opposites. But again, I don't hate it. No. It's just, it's like... God, I'm trying to think of it's like it's like when the Rock and Mankind first got together. You're like, excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> um, no idea where Liv Morgan is. She's just off TV. At home being pretty, that's all right. Yeah, that's fine. Finally. Um, but Ruby's being very defensive of her, so I don't know how the hell they're gonna go about this. 
Do the we only, ever know how they're going to go about anything? The only thing I can think of is, like, Liv turns heel when she comes back. She had, wasn't she already a heel? I don't know. She was, she was like a tweener, and then she was a face, and then, I don't know, she was losing to Natalia. They, they completely fucked up her return. They don't give a shit about nobody. I mean, she's improved tenfold. Yeah, um, but like I said, I, I, they don't give a shit about her because otherwise we'd still see her. I didn't really think she was bad in the Riot Squad, but she's definitely much better now. It's just no push. No fucking push. If I can't see you, I don't know how good you are. And the fact is... Most of these fucking people wouldn't be up there if they were no good. They're not all an Eva Marie. And the funny thing is you can't even blame the wrestlers for, quote, not being able to get themselves over anymore because there's no fucking crowd. Yeah, that makes it even a hundred times harder. You're going to pop the fan. You're going to pop the boys. You can, then, These dudes are fucking well. They're all programmed. Yeah. Like all these dudes, they're cheering for the dumb shit. They're cheering. They don't just, they're just there to cheer. Except. And I'm like. <laughs> Except for the one guy who kept shouting out that every match he wanted to see was eye for an eye. Yes, that guy's awesome. <laughs> was it, I hope it was the boog. I think it was the boog. Uh, I don't know. I just I want to know who it was because he was so funny. That was So you named the match eye for an eye. <laughs> <laughs> like one of your own talent is trolling you. What if it was like Road Dog? <laughs> Probably Shane, uh, Shane, Shane sitting <laughs> yeah. in the corner somewhere. Oh, he's all sitting on the balcony, he's like uh, sitting up on top of the fucking PC. Would have been for an eye. God damn it, Shane, get down. Okay. <laughs> Look at me, Dad. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> I can see the whole PC. Yeah, not that there's uh, much to see, but. Oh yeah, I can see the other four rings. Um, we heard this was probably Kyrie Sane's last week. She was um, taping this week and next week on Monday. Um, but mm-hmm. also, it's come out that apparently they're, they're trying to come up with ways to keep her around. J- just let her go. She yeah, wants stop to trying, go back to bro. Japan to be with her husband. Leave her alone. Yeah. Give her, give her what she asked for. Give her one good match with Asuka and let her go home. That's it. I mean, like, I know that she did the. Well, no. Well, I mean, I'm sure they can always tape their SummerSlam match. No big fucking deal. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, let her go. What? The, you're not gonna use her all of a sudden. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I don't let know. Her go be I happy. Don't know what she's gonna be doing next week that they've taped. But if that was her last match, that was a great match on Monday. Oh yeah. Definitely a good way to go out. Oh, I also forgot as well, you could clearly see, uh, because of the camera angle, Kyrie slipping the mist capsule to Asuka on Sunday. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> that wasn't, you know, dainty at all. It was, like, right in front of the camera. There was no reason She's for like, oh, here, to go you want to do this fucking thing? <laughs> the camera guy's like, hey, I'm looking, you guys are giving her that thing. And I'm like, whatever. I was, I was infuriated with that whole everything. I, uh, I heard... That Kevin Dunn was furious with 
the cameramen for that match as well because they were in the wrong place a lot of times. That was definitely they one of them. They were in the wrong place all the time. <laughs> that, that whole thing was shot to hell. Like it, Kevin Dunn is mad at their guys. You should be mad at yourself, you piece of shit. Yeah, at the same time, it's funny to see Kevin Dunn pissed off because he's a dick. Kevin the he's dick so pissed Dunn. off that he, he can bite his own chin. <laughs> uh, I feel What's your guy's angle, bro? I feel so bad for the, the actor, Kevin Dunn, because he shares a name with him, who was... Oh, yeah, poor bastard. Mr. Witwicky in Transformers. He was in Godzilla. The, 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 well, sorry. He was in Zilla. We're not allowed to call it Godzilla because it sucked. Actually, I was no, going to say, know I was what? like, you mean the reboot, right? Yeah. It, it was okay for a monster movie, but it wasn't a Godzilla movie. It, they can, no, Nothing can be what it was, man. Nothing can be, like, that Godzilla movies, if you watch, like, the real Godzilla movies, they're cheesy as shit, but nothing can top them. <laughs> and then, I think, what was it? What was the fucking, the remake, the, what was that, like, 2000 or something? That, well, that one, one was ninety eight. Oh, that one wasn't terrible. It but... was just it wasn't Godzilla because he was running away from stuff. Yes, not Godzilla. Godzilla is there to terrorize. Oh, what's that? A helicopter? Like, smash. Yes, smash it all. Oh, cars of people stomp on it. <laughs> not oh, they're what shooting me. Oh, fucking beat its ass. Throw a tank, you know the whole nine. But again, we digress. Uh, <laughs> main event segment of Raw Drew. Actually, you know what? I didn't even write down the main events. I just wrote down this segment. Um, Drew begging for a rematch. Dolph, as Scottish as possible, tell them to bug it off. <laughs> but <laughs> but agrees to face him again with a secret stipulation. Um, which WWE kind of shot themselves in the foot with because after Raw, they also tweeted out, "Who do you want to see?" Face Drew for the championship at SummerSlam. Like you, you've just announced a rematch with Ziggler, so you're kind of admitting that he's going to lose. Well, you see, the thing is here. <laughs> we know that you know that Dolph Ziggler ain't winning shit. Nope. Um, I'm pretty sure his contract runs out this year, too, so the, the most obvious... Let him go do some fucking comedy, please. Yeah. Get him off my fucking TV. The uh, the most obvious stipulation would be Dolph's career on the line. Bye. Smell you later. And then just wait for the AEW tweets. Or they should do fucking uh, Claymore's only and then bam, right in the face. This is what gets me as well. When people are released from WWE, people will say, hey, go to AEW. And then when they turn up in AEW, ah, the WWE rejects. Like, yeah, what's... <laughs> Make up your fucking mind, dude. Are they rejects? Are they fucking cool that they're there? And then on top of that, who fucking cares? Like, let them shine. Oh, they signed a bunch of WWE rejects. Okay, well, they're rejects, you think? They were signed there for a reason, bub. They just weren't fucking used, okay? Trying to tell me guys like Kurt Angle or fucking rejects... EY, a good, talented dude, is a he's not, he's a reject because they looked at him and was like, crap, what the fuck do we do with you? Yeah. Can't have you looking like Daniel Bryan. So let's fucking shave you bald like you look like a fucking marble. Yeah, WWE reject, then, but he was in TNA for like 12 years before, so. Exactly. 
Um, yeah, and the reason I didn't write down the main event is because I didn't care whatsoever about the unsanctioned match between Randy Orton and Big Show, which obviously ended with Randy winning. Is that what the main was? I fell asleep. I that was the main shit. event in 2020, Randy Orton versus Big Show. <sighs> and it wasn't even that violent. There was no reason for it to be non-sanctioned. Can I, can, can I drop some fucking knowledge? Big Show debu- had his debut match in professional wrestling in 1996 for World Championship Wrestling. That was 24 fucking years ago. <laughs> what in the fuck is this guy doing main eventing anything? Besides a fucking retirement event. Get the fuck off. You two get the fuck off my TV. Randy. Randy just seems to be the guy running through everybody. Yeah. And I'm afraid Drew's next. Ugh. I have a, I have that very, very bad feeling. They're willing to crown Randy for the time being to maybe build some heat. Because, you know, Vince loves that fucking heat. Yeah, but maybe they should have done this a few years ago when Randy actually could have tied with Ric Flair instead of Cena. I was about to say it was more. Well, I'm not gonna say he's less relevant. He's that guy. You know what? I will say one positive thing about Randy. He he, and I'm gonna. This is maybe a little much. He reminds me of like Ric Flair when he went back to when he went to WWF after WCW crumbled. For this guy that's been doing it forever, he can still put on good matches with just about anybody. Yeah. Well, when he's a heel, anyway. Yes. That's, yeah, there you go. When he's a heel. When he's a face and doing, like, fucking jumping splits after knocking out Mark Henry. <laughs> I don't know. What does the shape have to say? Time to shape up. It's time for you to prove that you are more than a one-headed wonder. It's only right for us to set that bar, to set that stamina. I take the shape of whatever I need to be. Travis Anderson. Your time has come. Match Wrestling presents Promo Slam August 20th. Go to matchwrestlinguk.weebly.com for more information. What's up, everybody? This is AJ Kirsch, one half of the MLW commentary team, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. Hey, guys, this is Brittany Savage, and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. All right, now we can wake Travis up because impact. In Thank three, God. Two, one. Um, Slammiversary was great. It It's bizarre, really, that all week the most of topics I've seen is about Slammiversary and nothing to do with WWE or anything else. Slammiversary has been the main topic all week. Um, EC3 opens this week's Impact with a great promo, which was better than his entire WWE run. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I think he was signed just out of spite. Yeah, like, okay, you're going to do nothing with him. We're bringing him home to show you how he really works. Um, but this is this, this is a different EC3 than we've seen in Impact before. He's got a whole new gimmick. He's darker. He's mysterious. Uh, he's apparently using a reverse DDT as a finisher now. But 
Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, Impact <laughs> also opened up with a kind of a revamp with new intro and new graphics. I love a good revamp, as you know, on this show. <laughs> We've had about 20. Um, but opening match was a rematch between Chris Bay and Willie Mack. Uh, I think we knew uh, Bay wasn't going to drop the title straight away. But yeah. so much personality. The guy just busts out a rap before hitting the standing moonsault. Well, nearly hitting the standing moonsault. Um, and then, of course, retains with the springboard cutter. Baby, he's uh, on a roll. Oh, absolutely. He's doing really freaking great. It, how? Willie Mack only had like a two month reign, though. Oh, it was two months, was it? Has I mean, it really been only two Rebellion. Um, actually, I think it was like 10 was... weeks. Dang. Didn't re- realize it's been that long. <laughs> All the I weeks it, blend I into one. Like... Yeah, I, I could have sworn it was a lot longer than that. Poor guy. Willie Mack's awesome. But Chris Bay's also awesome, and he's been getting more attention lately. That's yeah. true. He would. I did enjoy their match at Slammiversary. Yeah, the um, the whole springboard wrap around the back crucifix roll up thing looked better in training. I gotta say, maybe it needs a little bit more work. <laughs> That's one of those things that like it's not as smooth as you want it to be. Mm. Like it's gonna be smooth on a crash mat. Oh yeah, but what? give it time. People don't fall that easily. Yeah, you'll figure out everybody's way sooner or later. So Moses has finally watched some impact. What What do you think? Holy crap! Okay, so um, the last time I watched like Impact, the Monday Night Show, or the Tuesday Night Show, whatever the fuck, their their weekly show, I should say. Yeah. Um, Fuck, how long, How many years ago was it? I was not living in San Diego at the time. I was living in uh, Riverside. I was working for a completely different company. Um, fuck, how long? It had to be at least seven, eight years ago. I want to say the whole uh, EY thing was... Uh, EY was way relevant. This was like after his world title run or whatever. But watching Impact now... I don't want to say I feel like it's um, okay. I'm going to say like I feel like it's like an upgraded version of like NWA. It has like a lot of great action. There's some really good promos, and by upgraded version, I know more of the dudes. You know what I mean? And I care a little bit more about them. Like yeah. the Motor City Machine Guns. I love those dudes. I love them in Japan. They're going to be great here. I think they had. It's like ten years since they had won the impact tag titles or something like that so that's cool like I said, i'm a big willie mac fan so i'm happy to see him in there doing his thing ec3 i was i guess i kept saying he was born to be mjf's partner but you know what in due time you know good <laughs> thing has come to those who wait i'm sure and for now he's gonna get a mean streak on him because teen uh, impact excuse me knows how to book him yeah, he's got a chip on his shoulder after the travesty of WWE. 
and then to finish all this whole thing, I'm really, really interested in the whole in him and Moose. Like, really interested. So, is it safe to say that Moses Marquez is finally on the Impact bandwagon? I don't have access to access, but um, neither do I. But you know, <laughs> if I could find a, if I could find a way to watch it, I'm 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 up for watching it. Yes, I don't know if I'm impact for impact or whatever the fuck you said, but <laughs> uh, I you know I don't want to take credit for it because I don't know if it's true, but it's I I find it great that I finally got back into impact, start talking about it on this show every week. You know, and I kind of push people to, you know, give Impact another chance. And now, every week in RWT, we got Messina, we got Harold, we got Robert all posting about Impact. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Crazy times. Impact is, on, is on the rise. Uh, so the Good Brothers come in with their first promo. Only to be interrupted by Ace Austin and a melee ensues. Um, what did you think of Good Brothers' first promo? I liked it. Um, it. It kind of felt like they were making it up as they went along. Yeah, it definitely felt like they were the just working sure. it. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, they kind of made it work. But at the same time, they didn't. I kind of got mixed feelings about it, to be honest. Yeah, and and the whole debut, like, they they announced, which pissed me off, in advance that they were going to be at Slammiversary. Keep me surprised, damn it. Um, and then it got to the main event, and they hadn't turned up yet, so obviously they were going to show up at the end of the main event. I thought they were going to be the, the, the secret team, but nope. Motor machine machine guns. Yeah, that was a little bit of a swerve too. Like, okay, was it, there's a fatal four way with a mystery opponent. Oh wait, now it's a fatal five way. Uh, so right. we got Rich Swan and Eric Young. Rich Swan, poor guy. He's been, <laughs> he's been out with a knee injury all. When was he injured? Like, oh, he's been injured since I've got back into it. I don't know when he got injured. Uh, right before Willie Mack won the X division title. Oh, okay, so just before I got back into it, so... Yeah, just just by a couple of weeks. Maybe about... like two, maybe three weeks. Okay, so about two or three months he's had that knee injury. First match back, uh, eliminates EY, and Eric Young just re-smashes up the fuck out of his knee. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, instant heal. Coming out, coming out, like you said, like uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. <laughs> EY does look like Woody Harrelson. That's so think. bad. If uh, if everybody make a movie really... about Impact, Woody Harrelson is playing Eric Young. <laughs> Ready to rumble too? Let's do it. Oh, and then oh, you gotta have you gotta have Stephen Amell in there for uh, Hangman Adam Page. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not even kidding. Last night I was watching AEW and. Every time I saw Adam Page, all I could see was, is this what Stephen Amell's going to look like in the uh, wrestling show he's doing for HBO? Yeah. Not unless he gets fucking huge. They really, like, I've never noticed it, but last night I did. They really do look a lot alike. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Slap a blonde wig on the guy. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, like, build him up. I mean, make a big... Wait, what do you mean? What wrestling show on HBO? Uh, He left Arrow. They canceled Arrow because he's going on to HBO who, to do, like, a wrestling show called Heels, mm-hmm. I think. That's about the extent of my knowledge. I'm looking this shit up right now. Because uh, this sounds cool. And in the meantime, as the Good Brothers were leaving the arena, uh, we get a little drive-by from Austin and Fulton again. So obviously we're getting a tag team feud between those two in the future. Which, Well, it, in a way, I kind of predicted them working together, just not in this way. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I can't say anything. Fulton was my pick for the world title. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, not not through choice, just the one I suspected. Um, yeah. Heath Slater cracked me up trying to get into the building. You know, <laughs> my name should be on there. It's Heath. Well, do you have a last name? <laughs> I, I did have a last name, but I can't use it anymore. <laughs> I fucking died when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope he doesn't just go by Heath though. Like, you just use your real last name, Heath Miller. Like it yeah, doesn't sound right. as cool as Slater, but yeah, yeah. I I actually like it better than Slater, honestly. Uh, meanwhile, Rhino's still f- fighting over money. He didn't care about his best friend not being able to get into the building, even though he's the one that said he'd fix it. Now, what was up with that damn squash with Rhino? Yeah, the match was like three seconds long. Hernandez spins round, yeah. gore, pin. I didn't even see the damn gore. I just heard a <laughs> bell, then a roll-up. I was like, good God. Poor Hernandez. Yeah, that, uh, was it Hern- that wasn't Hernandez. Yeah, it was Rhino and Hernandez. They were, they were fighting over the money. No. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was somebody else. No, Supermax. Oh, Supermax. Maybe he's leaving for uh, AEW as well since they're rebuilding fucking LAX over there. I was watching it with Andre Corbeil on his YouTube, and there was a bad glare. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. I was there too. Um. Well, hopefully there wasn't a glare on the next match because that means you would have missed um Kiara Hogan. Oh, you know I didn't miss that. <laughs> um. Still feuding with Havoc and Nevaeh, but the match ends in a DQ as Tasha hits, i got to say, a very weak chair shot on Havoc. Like, she barely tapped her. Happy. But that's enough for a DQ. Right. Um, so, you know, I've no idea where they're going with this. Probably another rematch and maybe no DQ. Yeah. There's no telling. I I get the feeling like they're going to end up bringing back the knockout women's titles. Yeah. Tag team's titles. Yeah, especially now Eric Young's back. (laughs) 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 Um, This week's flashback was obviously a nod to Eddie Edwards winning the world title. Um, it, It was him beating Lashley for the world title. 
back in shit. When was it? No idea. 2018 or something? Yeah, it was when I stopped watching Impact for a couple of years, but uh, I digress. I gotta say as well, the, the 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 replica world title that they've kind of created because Tessa wanted 150 grand to return the real world title looks, oh looks better than a real world title. Yeah. And then the um, uh, Moose is a fake contraband uh, <laughs> from Pakistan. Yeah. Oh wow! Fake. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah. Somebody said that. I can't remember who, but they was like uh, it's it was contraband from Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. It's All they had to do was literally Pakistan. take the plates off of the belt and put a new strap on it. Yep. But All hey, you need is a screwdriver. Uh, like I just told you, I told you this, Des, the other day. I was like, AEW has no excuse no. about that TNT title anymore. They have no excuse. WWE's revamping title belts. Impact just revamped like all their title belts. Yeah, Cody, Cody. Can do something. Yeah, there's no, there's no longer an excuse. So is the new one red? Well, I think I heard the new one is silver painted gold, which is probably why it's a bit shinier than the actual belt. Okay, so it's not. I haven't seen. It. I, I I guess I missed it then or something because I'm trying to look for it online right now, and all I see is like what looks to be the regular one, but this one's all like beaten up. I kind of like that. Yeah, it's the same design. It's just the the one Tessa had isn't as shiny. Um, I see. Um, but you know, Moose's counterfeit contraband TNA title doesn't even look Pakistan. that bad. I fucking actually, I I like that belt. I like the white strap. I think it goes great with it. Yeah, it it looks fine. I I don't like the white strap though. Oh God! Of course you don't. No. Why don't you like I'm the so- white strap? I don't know. It, it, I see white strap. I think women's title. <laughs> all sure. right, all right. See, yeah. Uh, I mean, I remember like the eighties. We had yellow straps, purple straps. The Intercontinental Championship well, I mean, was basically like... a karate belt. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I don't know, maybe EC3 is going to beat Moose and they'll, like, officially, like, commission the TNA title again with a new, with a completely new design. Maybe. Maybe that's why they went for a contraband. 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 There's, there's <laughs> only one R in contraband. Okay. Uh, yeah. That That's, that's my prediction. Cool. I'd be all right with that. I mean, like, you know, I, I'm still okay with, you know, unifying the titles in some way. Yeah, well, I mean, originally I think this whole thing was just to have a world title on TV because they couldn't get Tessa back in time. Um, yeah. But now Eddie Edwards is world champ. They don't really need two world champions. But at the same time, I like the idea of, having one world title just for old TNA guys. 
Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I actually like that idea. And Trav, real quick, I want to correct you. So this show you're talking about is actually on Stars, not on HBO. Oh, yeah, yeah. But what is going to be on HBO, uh, hopefully, eventually, is Dwayne The Rock Johnson making an, uh, another show called Young Rock. <laughs> and I'm like, no, uh, no, no, no. I, I liked Heels. That sounds cool. I was kind of hoping it was by HBO because I'm like, if that's really by HBO, then that sounds just like Ballers, but wrestling, and I'm all about it. Mm. But it's not, and I'm sad. But it, it it does star Stephen Amell, right? Yes, sir. Just okay. like the new Hulk Hogan movie, whenever it comes out, will star uh, Thor. What's the oh, guy's yeah, name? Chris Hemsworth. He's getting huge. I still can't picture him as Hulk Hogan. He oh he. Pff, wait till you see how big this dude's getting. I seen a picture scrolling through the other day. They said that they, like he's been training for this, and he's just. He's already getting huge. He's trying to get to 300 as his goal. He wants to get to 300 pounds. Well, he got and to I'm 400 like, in fucking Endgame. Hey, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was fucking... He was a slob, that poor fucker. Anyway. But no, I mean, he can... If he wants to, I'm sure he can get that big. But it's going to take a long time. Hmm. I mean, I can see it size-wise. It's just like I look at Chris Hemsworth and I don't see Hulk Hogan. Right. That's kind of what I've been thinking, too. But, hey, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, So, Eddie Edwards has vowed to defend the Impact World title every week. uh, What the fuck? (laughs) Beginning next week with, wait for it, Troy. Hey, Trim Miguel. Uh, because all you got to do is walk up to a champion and ask for a match these days. Bullshit. I mean, WWE I, did it. That's, that's definitely easy. <laughs> 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 if only it worked that way. Yeah. Mike, right? Like, hey, you know, everybody's just handing out title matches. You want to know? Okay. Uh, one thing that's got people kind of split. If that works for you. Go ahead. No. Just ignore me. <laughs> uh, one thing that's got people kind of split is... Actually, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Wrestle House, which was... <laughs> you know, it started off just a regular segment with Rosemary and, and um, Johnny. Bravo. Rosemary delivered the smoothest pickup line of all time. You've heard of Hell's Kitchen, right? All you need is a little pinch of Rosemary. <laughs> that was smooth and yeah. pants drop <laughs> you know what <laughs> and then oh man bravo uh, he, yeah he uses extra extra virgin olive oil <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it yeah, great segment. Now, find this guy okay so if it if this wrestle house it I uh, I'm only hoping that it's better than the crazy bullshit I watched at Thanksgiving. Which was? Impact, that retro bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about it. I didn't obviously watch it. Oh, you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, the TNA, like TNA or whatever show. Oh, no. 
no, 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 no. When they went this all was, Yeah, like, this was, like, the most bizarre shit that I ever seen. No, yeah, it, okay, then. it looks like it's going to be, like, a, a reality show spoof kind of thing. Um, there were some great Easter eggs in the segment as well. There was Rosemary and Crazy Steve, who obviously have history together. Um, Alicia Edwards warns Susie not to talk to Johnny Swinger. <laughs> Too late. Yeah, they kind of had like away that from Swinger. Brother, kind of had like that Big Brother vibe. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. I mean, Crazy Steve pretty much confirmed it's going to be like a reality show spoof when he like goes to the back and he's looking into the camera. This this is a great reality show. <laughs> So it's like Legends House, got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'll be entertained by it. And obviously the whole thing is going to be about Rosemary trying to get Bravo away from Tyre Cockblocker. Oh, yeah. Uh, also next week we've got Reno Scum versus the Good Brothers in their first match on Impact, which I'm assuming is going to be a squash. Uh, and then we get Ace Austin and Fulton jump him again at the end of the match. Um, but we've already spoke about the the main events, which was out of this world, um, completely unexpected title change, which is good. Uh, we haven't had one of them from Impact for a long time, because there's been audience members who like to post spoilers up until now. You you can ask Andre Corbill at the beginning of the show. So I commented and I was like, look, if they're getting a title shot, they're gonna win it. And I was right. <laughs> yeah, I just knew if they're coming back and getting a title shot, yeah, they're going to win. Yeah, the North has had it for way too long. Yeah, well, I mean, we fought that on Sunday, but they, they uh, defeated Callahan and Shamrock. Um, well, I, yeah, but Motor City Machine Gun is greater than... Oh, yeah, I know. I, I didn't expect a title change because I kind of saw it as the veterans putting over the new guys and obviously it didn't go that way um, but yes as you said the last time Motor City Machine Guns won the tag titles was 2010 and I'm I confused myself because obviously I saw Motor City Machine Guns entire run in TNA from when they debuted in 06 and for some reason I thought they'd won the tag titles more but they, this was only the second time they've won them. I just had uh, it in my head that they're multiple-time champions already, but they're not. Not in TNA, anyway. I absolutely loved them back then. Yeah. And, like, their their hesitating dropkick was just beyond phenomenal to me. Their match with a very young, young Bucks generation me was just insane. One of, mm-hmm. one of the best tag team matches I I saw back then. Yeah, you guys sent me that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Destination X 2006. Off the top of my head, I'll I'll double check. Uh, and then to close the show, Heath finally gets into the building. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let him in, alright. Well, I mean, they didn't so let him great. in. Like somebody used a fire exit, and he obviously caught the door as it was closing slowly. <laughs> uh, they they ended the show with like eight minutes remaining. Ew. 
I wonder what they cut short. I have no idea. Like, I was expecting it to come back and Rhino runs into Heath or something or like another promo or something, but it ended at, with, at like uh, 9.53, 9.52, my time. Oh, they could have easily and, given and, those eight minutes to Machine Guns in the North. Yeah, but it literally ended and just ran commercials hmm? until fucking 10 o'clock. Well, at least it didn't end it like half an hour short. Well, yeah. <laughs> We've already kind of touched on AEW a little bit. Cody kicking off the show with his open challenge, which was answered by Eddie Kingston, who definitely has a machine gun mouth. I feel Man, like that guy can talk. Cuts like similar promos everywhere he goes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. I, I just couldn't handle it. Like it looked like he had eye like eyeliner and some mascara. They looked like his eyebrows were drawn on. I, I just couldn't take the guy seriously. Over here telling our shut your mouth or I slap the teeth down your throat. And I'm like, Yep, you're from New York. Uh, he he's one hell of a talker. I remember this like because he cut a very similar promo when he showed up in NWA. Yeah. Um yeah. Man. That that was heated. It really <laughs> was. Got searched. And, then, got he, and then he coats Cody into a no DQ match, and I'm like, "You dumb fucker!" <laughs> oh, the thumbtacks. It's not a fucking Cody match without blood. Nope. And oh, I cringed at that goddamn spot. No matter and how then many the times we see him, right? Thumbtacks are just. <laughs> oh. It's, it's, you see it's, the girls? Well, the oh, girls they, oh. in the audience—they were Jesus. like legit crying over it. They fucking sold it more than Cody did. <laughs> yeah. And then I think Eddie Kingston buckled his knee or something on the cement drop because the oh, whole yeah. after that his oh, knee was fucked. Yeah, that was a real bad landing. Oh. I felt bad for him. I'm like, oh nope, that this like the because he landed like with his knees tucked, but it looked like maybe his knee kind of buckled because he hit leg first, and then hit the cement, and then I'm like, okay, and then he's trying to hobble, and I'm like, he and then he ran the ropes, fucking fell down, and I'm like, God, I really hope he's he's just selling his ass off and he's not just hurt. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he may be a little rusty, I guess. Yeah, you could say that. But you know you're a fat guy wrestler when you wear pants over your singlet. <laughs> now, I don't want to, I don't mean to, you know, jump all the way to the ending, but I got, I, I, I need to talk about that. Luchasaurus. Has he any, any sorts of, like, is he injured? Is he acting super? Has anybody seen anything Jesus, he's a robot. All right, Alexander, Is stop he... hacking us now. Um... I know, ready. Come on, bro. <laughs> fucking A, Jesus. Luchasaurus well, has I recently was, been was... injured. Yeah, he had a bad knee injury. Or no, it was a hamstring? It, it, yeah, it was his leg. 
There you go, Mike. Yeah. Well, my my reasoning. Is, okay, so a few years back, he was a contestant on uh, uh, Big Brother. Yeah. And back when he was in uh, Lucha Underground, I think. Well, the way or, cooler man. Something. Um, but. He was a contestant on there, and my my sister is a diehard Big Brother fan, and every reliable source about the upcoming contestants is pointing directly at him, and they're saying he's going to be in it. So I'm expecting I talked to you about this a couple weeks ago. Seeing uh, him to get injured, like storyline wise, or something, where he's going to be off TV for a while. But, and then, like, so last night, he hit back of the head by the baseball bat. He, uh, they his knee real bad. Um, his ear got busted open. So, so I was. Okay, so uh, he's going back to Big Brother and going to be off TV for a while. But immediately after, they advertised him for next week. So I'm like, what's the thing? I didn't know if anybody's like heard if he actually got to be able to compete or not. Well, are they even going to be doing Big Brother with COVID? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Big COVID brother, yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're doing a um, way they're doing it is they're doing a uh, superstar or season like they're bringing back previous contestants that way they don't have because like if it was just a normal season it would be a um, like let's say me I would have to apply. Then I would have to fly to California for an audition, then fly back home, then fly back for the callback, then fly back home. And it's just more back and forth flights and a lot of traveling. So they're doing the superstar. That way they can just be like, hey, do you want to come? And they sign it and then you just go and do it and because they've already done the interview and the auditions before. So they already know. Uh, uh, and so, but yeah, well, Googling every possible. What's that? Googling Luchasaurus big brother. I've now seen his face and he looks nothing like what I expected. <laughs> He's like know, right? Seth Rollins and Jason Momoa's love child. Yes. Yes, <laughs> with a master's degree. Well, no, see, the, the funny thing is, is like, if you were to actually watch this season, um, it was actually a pretty violent episode of, of Dynamite because we also had the Force Count Anywhere match, uh, which began in the kitchen and went all the way to the ring between... The Young Bucks and Andy and the Blade. Um, Andy Williams actually doing the job that he was made for, if you know what I mean. He got fucked up. 
He's a big fucking dude. Like, was- holy shit. I see. I was like looking at him in the apron. I'm like, dude, okay. You were a big dude. You're a big fucking dude. He's. There was. Yeah, they fucked him up. One point where he just got a chair thrown in his face. Mm. Um, and then it was a pretty sweet bulldog front dropkick combo. And he, I, I'm pretty sure he just got kicked straight in the face. I, I don't understand how that wasn't a goddamn finish. That move was awesome. Yeah. A little leg slapping, too. <laughs> just to yeah, piss off okay Randy. <laughs> well, fuck him. Um, yeah, the whole match was insane. And you know, you say that should have been the finish. The actual finish was even crazier. Uh, with the double leaps off the entrance set through the tables from the Bucks. Awesome. Actually, I actually had this written down as... The real Young Bucks, because there seems to be a rip-off version on NXT, which we'll get to a little later on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought, I'm I thought glad I'm not the only one that noticed it. <laughs> I thought it was funny that every, you know, Falls Count Anywhere starts at the ring and yeah. ends up somewhere. They completely did it backwards. Yeah, and I... And I I was terrified at the beginning because they just threw, I think it was uh, Matt, they just threw him over the table and he just ran right into that big ass blade. <laughs> yeah, that was like right at the beginning. Yeah, cool shit. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was so worried. I actually forgot there was a match booked for a second and I just thought they were they were having a fight backstage. And then yeah, next, me too. next thing there's a raffle. like, oh shit, it's a match. <laughs> and I'm like, but did you see that giant-ass cleaver just fucking hit the ground? I'm like, oh, shit, man. Could have been somebody's foot. Um, and then again, more violence as Lance Archer with an extreme version of I just kicked Stan. Uh, just you fucking <laughs> murdered a locker room. Bursts into the locker room, throws people around, threw, throw a guy through the ceiling. That was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> He perfectly throws a dude into the locker, like, perfectly. He slams into the wall, takes the other dude, says, fuck you, you're going up, throws him into the ceiling. The ceiling says, I don't want him, throws him right back down. And the funny thing is, the, the interviewer stayed there for the whole thing for him to come back and Fucking talk. Fucking Marvez. Yeah, I would have been like, gone. I he was, <laughs> what do you mean? He was frozen in fear. <laughs> so, oh, this guy's just beating random people up. I'm just going to stay here and wait for a response from him. I still got some questions to ask. <laughs> Fucking guy. Oh man. Um, a double debut from Diamante and Eva Lise. Um, Fucking loved it. Yeah, obviously Diamante Good. goes over. Uh, she a little less experienced than Eva Lise, so I guess it was you know the veteran putting her over. That's fine. Doesn't mean that Ivelisse won't get her time. No. Well, it's not even just the veteran. It's they're also friends and former partners. Uh, she definitely wouldn't have a problem of putting Diamante over. Now, I have gotten no con- confirmation on Ivelisse actually signing. Just letting you guys know. I've yet to get confirmation on that. I'm sure they announced. That, you know, Eva Lee says all elite. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that she's been. But I'm just saying, I've yet to see one. I'm sure she is. I mean, but worst case scenario, you know, working on a 
what's the uh, an appearance deal or whatever. But I'm, I feel like she's a perfect addition to that to that roster because oh. she is that veteran source. She doesn't have to win every fucking match. No, they well they definitely need women now because we've got the first ever women's tag team cup coming up with 16, yes. 16 women. That's right. Um, I wonder if that means tag titles or just a cup. Hopefully just a cup because, mm-hmm. like I say, watching it, I, I like didn't even that. know they had 16 women. Um, I was just they, going to say the same thing. Yeah, they don't even they, – they don't have enough women to have tag team contenders and the women's champion contenders. Yeah, so we, we've got to have some debuts in this tournament. Don't worry, there'll be some new ones, I'm sure. Some returns, maybe. Yeah. And of course- I, swear to, I swear to God, if Nyla Rose tag teams with Vicky Guerrero, I'm going to be... No, that's not going to happen. Yes. You're dumb. Awesome, Kong. Imagine that was a team. Jesus. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Kong and the Beast? I like that. Yeah. Well, we, we've talked about uh, Hangman and Jericho and stuff, but you know the end of him, of Dynamite was a little bit of a surprise. We saw the return of uh, Sammy Guevara. The man is back. Yeah, uh, I was yeah. shocked. Yeah, I didn't expect his suspension to be over that quickly, but I'm not complaining. I don't, I don't mind. I, I don't remember him moving that damn good <laughs> to be honest oh yeah good for him getting some rest because he's yeah he's moving awesome he well, he's had like three <laughs> weeks to mature <laughs> good good for you boss yeah, i was i was not expecting him back at all i figured maybe all out mm. yeah like, you, it you sounds think, like brit's coming back you think suspension in wrestling you kind of think okay well it's going to be like three months maybe six yeah um yeah uh, yeah, Britt's got to be back soon I mean god her nose was broken long ago I think she had not a nose her her leg obviously her nose is broken as well but (laughs) 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 poor girl that that confused the hell out of me I was like okay I thought she was out because of her leg, not her nose. But they did a whole segment about her nose. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love how she called herself Michael Jordan and then was like, and I'm like yeah. Michael Jordan when I came back and played for the Wizards. And Shivani's like, whoa, no, you don't you don't want to say that. You know, like, the Wizards didn't do shit. And <laughs> she's like, don't you fucking tell me what to say. It's like, Tony, why are you being Die. such an asshole? <laughs> he was trying to help her out. What do you mean, asshole? I'm trying to... You should have been like, you should have said, like, the 98 Bulls. But no. She She's <laughs> fantastic. She's so good. And then, like, I love Reba at first. She's like, well, to get the record straight, my name is Reba. Get your ass in here. <laughs> I was like, yes. Fuck you. I don't care what your name is. Poor Rebel. I've met Rebel. Uh, I mean, she's got to be loving this, though. Oh, yeah. This is too fun. I wonder how many people actually realize that it's Rebel from Impact. I'm hoping a lot because I, I recognize her and I barely watched Impact. <laughs> um, so on to NXT. I mean, we normally just flip back and forth, but AEW was too good. So we have to talk about all of that in one go. Um, 
So Regal's big announcement was basically that the North American title is vacated and we're going to have a tournament to crown a new champion. Fuck you. Cool. What no big announcement. That was some Dixie Carter level shit. Seriously. <laughs> I kept hearing rumors that he's leaving and maybe even chances of seeing Punk being like GM. I'm like, oh, dude, now the rumors are getting juicy. And it's fucking Keith Lee is vacating the North American title and he's going to have a tournament. And I'm like, okay, I'm tired of you just fucking popping up and telling me about a tournament. All right. We well we we can't lose Regal because then nobody's gonna be, you know, yell war games when it comes to November. War games. <laughs> Call people sunshine. <laughs> um, Listen to me, sunshine. F- surprising first person in the North American title match is Bronson Reed, picking up oh, a win over so Gargano happy. and uh, Roddy Strong. I mean, I was excited. It was it was a good match. Damn good match. I'll give him that. But to see a new face in this, I'm like, now we're talking. Now yeah. we're talking. Let's build some of these fucking guys. His first takeover, too. Yep. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, then you had Finn. When he he finds out, he, you know, he said, Timothy Thatcher <laughs> fucking died. Ah. Uh. Where where the hell is Finn? Fuck, I don't know. He, he just disappeared and he's sending in these promos. He's just like hanging out in a closet, cutting promos. Yeah, he seems His to disappear like, every... He seems to wrestle for like a month and then disappear for a month and then come back for a month. Oh, you know, you gotta keep the wife happy. <laughs> um, another surprising result, actually, well, not surprising, just the way it happened. Dex, um, Dexter Loomis getting a submission win over Killian Dane. Is he going heel? I I don't know how to place. I don't know Loomis why he's... I felt like he he was going heel in this thing. I mean, he's a creepy but stalker, I, so he's kind of got to be a heel. Yeah, but I mean, like more so. Like it got to the point where he got the choke. He, I mean, he, first off, the the, the senton, I did not expect that out of his fucking repertoire. But hey, good for you. And then. Like, he's doing his creepy stare-off pose, and, like, the crowd goes from, like, yeah, to, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, is he a heel all of a sudden, or is everybody just, like, really that weirded out that he's not done staring at the fucking nothing? Yeah. Creepy little bastard. He's straight off the creep farm. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, <laughs> Ango were in action against the Walmart Young Bucks. Ever rise. <laughs> Ever rise. I'm a Mountie. <laughs> oh, I, I love Breeze Angle's entrance. I'm brave. I'm strong. I heard oh, that I music. I thought, what the fuck? <laughs> so, uh, so good. That, that's a perfect gimmick. Just come out with like crazy, like cosplay entrances. Brilliant. It's every week. Mountie. Every week. Yeah, do buy it. Are they trying like this is like an obvious like gag at the the Bucks right Ever Rise? Yeah, I mean they they were literally carbon copies of the Young Bucks, like the Walmart version. The Walmart Young Bucks. Exactly, yeah. exactly how you said it. The Walmart <laughs> version of the Bucks. <laughs> keep keep taking those shots. And speaking of shots. Uh, Shotzi gets her win over Aaliyah, but doesn't really get time to celebrate apart from, you know, running over 
uh, Robert Stone's ankle again with a tank, only to get jumped by Mercedes Martinez, who's now officially joined the Robert Stone brand. That bitch. He's finally got somebody decent. Uh, but yeah, that, that bitch attacked Shotzi. He's like, we did it! I did it! Yeah! Ow! Like, fuck, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And then, ah, my foot! <laughs> this guy's... I love what he... I don't give a shit. Everything he does, I love. This fucking boot he had on looked like it's fucking three times the size it's supposed to be. Yeah. He, he's like, that's awesome. He was always entertaining, even as Robbie E. Like, he's... So he's, did they, uh... So when she came out and joined with them, did they celebrate with white, uh, white claw, white claw, white claws and whoppers? No. <laughs> well, it, it no, was a little was, bit later on. Too, I was about to say he was in too much pain. Yeah. No, it was like a little backstage segment. She, Martinez walks back there and she tells him like, yeah, "I need somebody to deal with all the bullshit that I don't want to deal with," you know. And he's like, "You know what? I'm your man." And he fucking yells at uh, Aaliyah, help me up, damn it. And so she helps him up, and she's all, welcome to the Robert Stone brand. And that's when, like, he uh, it was just, she's like, yeah, what the fuck ever. And, like, walks away. And he's yeah. like, we did it. Ah, I'm a f-. She, she basically it made it clear, you can do all the paperwork and stuff, but that's it. Don't, like, that's get involved it. in the matches or anything. She's going to hurt people in the ring, as she says. Uh, and then main event, a, another submission win. Um, cross. Well, yeah. Well, they say it was ref stoppage, but it it was clearly a choke out. Uh, cross chokes out Dijakovic in front of Keith yeah, Lee. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee sold it. First off, good match between the two. Uh, I was loving the jabs on social media by Scarlett calling uh, Dominic Dijakovic a refrigerator. And that picture of the refrigerator, I fucking died. Because it looks just like him. It's it's not even funny. And then they go out there. They have a, a really good match. Like, Cross gives Dominic a, a, a decent amount of stuff. Made Dominic look strong. Keith Lee comes out because his buddy's getting wrecked. Which, well, look at fucking Killer Cross. You should have known that. And then we get the, no, don't help me. And I'm like, first off... You motherfucker, you could use the help, okay? Don't be telling nobody no. <laughs> and and then he just got fucking choked the hell out. And it's like, okay, well, we're obviously building towards Cross and Lee. Yeah. And I th- I'm like, a, I'm thinking it's a little early now. I'm starting to think it's a little early, but I don't know when the next takeover is supposed to be. Uh, SummerSlam weekend. So when is that, like, in the next three weeks? Three, four weeks, yeah. So then maybe maybe are, we could they could build it right then. I was worried we had like two weeks like ah fuck. I mean even that though it is still early but at the same time that's kind of a positive thing because it shows how much they're invested in Cross. But then, but then because like you just brought that up perfectly, they're crazy invested in it. The guy has a rock star entrance. He has the over the top everything. Is it already his time? I mean, Impact dropped the ball on him, let's be honest. I know. I, I Impact dropped the ball on a lot of people, I'm sure. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, you just crowned Keith Lee your double champ. He comes out the following week, vacates, or the two weeks later, vacates one of the titles. And then four weeks from then, ends up losing all of them? Well, this, this has kind of always been NXT's problem. They'd sign all these big stars, and then they got too many, and they want to 
give all of them pushes. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm saying all this because like I feel the inevitable is coming that Lee is going up. Yeah, but I mean, because it, there's nothing more for him. It's it's got to that point where they've got that much talent to push. They've got nothing for Tommaso Ciampa to do. That hurts me. That really does. Like to hear that this dude's sitting at home because they got he got told the thing that I don't think anybody ever wants to hear is we don't have nothing for you. I'm like. How in the fuck do you not have anything for Tommaso Ciampa? Like, I understand you didn't have shit for Tito Sabatelli. I can understand you didn't have shit for Riddick Moss, you know. But for fucking Tommaso Ciampa, you don't have nothing. You don't got a guy you can have him work with and elevate. You act like he can't take a loss. I'm just baffles me. Yeah. Nuts. Nuts. Uh, God damn it, Alex. Didn't hear a damn thing you said, hombre. <laughs> I think that was a what? shit. I think it was. Yeah, I caught that part of it. Oh, did you like the Timothy Thatcher? Uh, hold on. This guy said something. Go ahead, try it. <laughs> Tommaso and Cameron Grimes. Yes. Thank you. Another guy to help build Cameron Grimes. That he's not already awesome as it is. He's a yeah, Grimes. Grimes, Grimes is just getting beaten up by everybody. That's fine. <laughs> Keep cutting them promos. I don't give a shit. He's awesome. And then he goes out there and he has good matches. So at least, I mean, at least he doesn't look bad when he loses. That's always the plus. You can lose. It's how do you look in a loss? How are you built after that loss? People can lose. Professional wrestling is built around people losing. Ask Ric Flair. He didn't do it often, but when he did, it meant something. Yeah. But uh, Timothy Thatcher and uh, and uh, Oni Lorca, did you like that? Did you like the second one more than the first one? Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of know what you're going to get with Thatcher, Timothy Thatcher. I just love it. Oh yeah, Timothy Thatcher. I just love him. I think the whole thing was awesome. It was like a half a jujitsu fight, the other half of them just beating the shit out of each other. Mm. Yeah, I definitely think Thatcher's speci- speciality match should be the fight pit. I think it's going to be. I think they're going to take this one into the fight pit now because why else would you have two of them and have uh, one was like he won, I think, decisively. Yeah. And then now this one, he got like a fluke win because he had the bar locked in and this happened. So, you know, he's going to be like, nope, it's a submission only. And so they're going to have to do the fucking fight pit. Yeah, probably a takeover because we know Thatch is going to be in the triple threat match next week. Yeah, triple threat. The triple threat match for Timothy Thatcher. <laughs> See, it's fucking Finn right there. Like that, that's Finn. God damn. Twice. Okay, twice. Guy. Guy kills me. And that that's... You know, we've talked about a lot this week. Impact provided us a lot to talk about. That's uh, what happens with... when you can actually open up your eyes to, to something that's on television normally. Yeah. Get out the bubble, people. 
seriously open it up i mean hell i i did i i gave it a shot i did this i think last year when it was uh johnny uh johnny nitro not johnny beaching them beaching johnny nitro um johnny impact and brian cage i think at one point they had that killer match i think it was a slam anniversary or whatever and pentagon and pentagon and phoenix were still with the company i remember watching that and then trying to get into it afterwards and it just didn't work out However, this one did. I don't know why. Maybe it was just the excitement of who's going to show up. But, I mean, Impact is its definitely not a bad watch. I'll say that. You can spend worse things on the Tuesday, doing on your Tuesdays. Yeah, they, they've definitely got a second wind. Damn sure. Only only took a couple of years, you know. Oh, yeah, a couple. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> I mean, Christ. Look at WWE. They... They've been spewing out the same crap for 10 years. Longer. Yeah, okay, longer than that. But a lot longer. Uh, I don't know if... Like, I'm watching the shit in 96, okay? And there's not a lot different. There's really not. They still bump the same. They still sell the same. They still move the same. It's, people wonder why I always watch WCW more. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the other thing uh, Eric Young said. WWE, they want everybody to wrestle the same. Just have, like, a certain couple of moves. Specialty. Yep. Everything you do is the same, but these four or five moves make you different. And it's like, if that's how this is going to be, nobody's going to get over. Mm -hmm. And it shows. Uh, Well... Ladies and gentlemen, Promo Slam 2020 is one month away, and it's stacked like Dwayne Johnson's pancakes. Oh, yeah. We have two promo exhibitions and all three titles on the line, including the Phoenix defending the Knowledge Championship in a triple threat match against Kenny Killer and Moses Martin. Triple threat. A triple threat match. It's, It's actually the first time ever that all three people involved in the match have held the title before. Oh, like it. And let's not forget Mike Larkin is still carrying that dreaded Iron Bank briefcase that he can cash in at any time. Uh-huh. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, the King of the Mike final is in two weeks' time, and the winner will go on to challenge the Demoness for the promo championship. She's deadly, she's evil, and she has only one lifetime loss. Lord have mercy on your souls. Good fucking luck. Come prepared. And I hope you're not afraid of the dark. Yourself included. Hey. <laughs> I, I I took her on once. I, I don't want to say I, I know some weaknesses, but I definitely know where I went wrong. So. Well, uh, in the first of two exhibitions, Brittany Savage goes head-to-head with Rob Sheff. Uh, Brittany's undefeated. Rob is just coming off his own battle with a demoness, so it's certainly an interesting dynamic to see those two. Um, and of course, Travis DeWalker Anderson steps into the shadows to face the shape. First time ever. When there's nothing on the line, it's always a chance to shine. Hope you bring that chair that got smashed in your head to block the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but don't forget, of course, the pre-launch show uh, is on Monday the 17th as the head promo judges Mike Larkin and Daniel Crimmins do battle in another promo exhibition. And I'm wow. sure I don't need to tell you that the Predictions Championship will also be on the line twice for TakeOver twice. 30 and SummerSlam. For more information, as always. And 
And now, and now we might get fucking hacked again. Okay, no, we're good. <laughs> well, let's ring the bell. You sound normal, man. For more information, go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com. And the bell is rung. It's time for us to bid you adieu. So before we go, uh, remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. CastBox. And if that wasn't enough, you can also find us every week on Wrestling with Wrestling, thanks to Andre Corbeil. You can find me at the Captain Five One Two. You can find Travis at Walker underscore TA ninety two, and Twitch no longer makes you dick itch. It's one of the places you can find El Jefe. That's right, SMR Podnet on Twitch for those who are down to watch some uh, some old school gameplay, retro gameplay, as we're calling it, mainly N sixty four stuff. Went live, uh, I want to say last week. Went uh, took used Sting, the classic '90s Sting, if you will, to to win the uh, U.S. Heavyweight Championship. That was a lot of fun. I, I had no idea that you. Ha- I forgot all about this game. You had to actually like beat stuff to unlock more stuff. So I have to beat the cruiserweight title to get the TV title because that's the one everybody wants. So maybe tomorrow, probably Friday, I will do the cruiserweight title. I will make sure to post all for that so people can check that one out. But, of course, make sure to follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, also SMR Podnet. You can find everything that we put up on those links. And then Retro Rewinds coming back with a vengeance. Uh, one episode came out in the middle of a Friday. People were like, what the hell? It's like, I got tired of it just sitting in my saved cloud so it's out another one will drop regular day monday that you know all that fun stuff hog wild august the 10th and then we're going to get a special double episode that week so two pay-per-views mind you august the 10th you're going to get wcw's hog wild and then something brand new that i'm going to start mainly because this one person came out of nowhere i got hit up by a max wrestling fan hoping for some more retro he requested I go out of my way and watch, uh, I believe it was a, the Battle Royal at Albert Hall or something like that. So I'm going to check that one out and give a review. And if there's another pay-per-view that I can find on the WWF Network or WWE Network, excuse me, <laughs> uh, that you want me to review, SMR Podnet, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or SmartMarkRadio619 at gmail.com. Let me know. I'll get you booked. We'll make it happen. Captain. Captain, exactly. Oh, and then uh, lastly, because I totally spaced, Harold Joseph Hunter III and probably his wife, so maybe the whole two sweet clique is going to join me for that Hog Wild review. Nice. So it won't be solo. Uh, and speaking of doubles, next week is King of the Mike double, featuring both semifinals. As we said, Cypher takes on Tempe De Nero and Ronald Hill will. Oh, wait a minute. No, he won't. No, he won't. No, he won't. That's that was my that, that was part of my we'll take on. Why am I pro- anyway? Uh, Moses <laughs> will be taken on this week's winner, which will be revealed on Monday. And one week from Monday, August third, post to post returns as we discuss the tournament and get ready for the final. Um, now every week we leave you with a bang. This week we're leaving you with a different bang. Here is a very personal update from one crazy eyes, Robert Davis. We wish you all the best, brother, and we will see you all next week.
been a while. You're probably asking yourself, what happened to you? There's been a lot of questions, but not very many answers, and I would like to share some of those answers with you. You see, at the beginning of May, I declared my entry into the promo order, promo league, whatever the hell we're calling it these days. And I had intentions, I had purposes, chaos to create and people to destroy. I had one opponent in mind, three matches to decimate what was left of him. Things didn't work out the way I expected. Sometimes things don't work out the way you expect them to. I've only had four matches this year, and I've had to cancel three of them because I wasn't medically cleared to compete. The world has a funny way of doing things, a funny way of throwing things at you. Well, I've got a new opponent in the form of metastanial lymphoma. In other words, that's a six-letter C word in the mortal realm that you guys call cancer. It would appear that my mortal shell is trying to fail me, but I won't let that happen. I've lost just about all the hair on my body and face. I've even got wires hanging out of me. This new opponent is trying to ruin me, but it's not going to. It's not going to do what it intends to. Because I've got a purpose. I've got a mission. I've got chaos to control. I've got chaos to create. So I will be going back into the shadow realm. I will be healing. I will be reconstructing. You know, there's only one way to win a war. And I'm in a war with this new opponent of mine. And that's to win a battle. You win the small battles in between to win the war. That's a well-known secret. I've already won one battle. I've got a few more to go. And I'll claim victory over this. Mark my words. That just leaves the question of what's left for me this season. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't know the answer to that myself. And if there's one thing that I hate, it's uncertainty. Because it's not fair. The powers that be have convinced me for one more. You've got one more in you. The collector doesn't back down from anything. Give us one more. So I have one more. I will have probably one more match in the next few months. When and who that'll be against, I don't know. You may even see me pop up here and there somewhere. 
and other people's promos, perhaps. Who knows? All I know is this. I'll be in the shadows. I'll be watching. I'll be waiting. And when the time comes, I will be back. And the path to destruction will just be of astronomical proportions. Because in the end, everybody dies and no one remains. Black hearts now reign.